0: From Zenny, do you like them? They're
1: pretty.
0: <laughs> I can't read a darn thing with these things on.
1: <laughs> oh my god, how do people with long hair do this? uh oh, like okay. You're the you're the wizard of flyaways I'm right the, now. I think I'm the wizard of flyaways. <laughs> um, so you just what? can't
0: stop touching it either.
1: <laughs> Confession time when I was. Younger, like in high school, I had longer hair, but it was just a little bit at the back—not <laughs> <laughs> this mess. <laughs> Ponytail.
0: Yeah. Do you have a new appreciation for for hair bands now?
1: Oh. Uh <laughs> oh.
0: You can tuck it behind your head. <laughs> Gandalf your wore barrettes. Yes. <laughs>
1: Ingrid says she can't hear anything, but she might be the only one. It has to go all the way to South Africa. By the way, all the way in South Africa. Africa. Okay. Do you need to go take that off now? Yes, I need to go.
0: (laughs) I'm I'm in full... You're in full wizard gear. Full wizard gear. (laughs) (laughs) You look like you're being attacked by your own hair. I am. Okay. (laughs) Okay, go take that (laughs) home. Yeah. You know, it's the commitment. It's the commitment that he has, you know, to the to the bit that he's willing to, to wear that wig. And I, I said I would be impressed if he made 30 seconds. And I don't even know that he made that much. He was wrestling with it the whole time. <laughs> and he thinks he's going to wear that to work this week for a costume contest. Uh, I don't know if that's going to work. <laughs> We're so excited to see you all here. We're really stoked. Um, and... And especially pleased because this is our first episode as mystery maniacs doing this uh, live stream thing and everybody showed up and that's incredible. We didn't know if we were going to lose folks once we ran out of midsummer episodes. And it's really nice to know that uh, you stuck it with us. So while Marcus is changing his clothes, I will uh, remind you that uh, next week's episode is going to be the Pale Horse the Agatha Christie Miss Marple Pale Horse. So we're excited to, to release that one uh, next weekend for Halloween. Oh, you're back. Oh
1: my god.
0: And you, you look so much normal now. <laughs> I thanked everybody for sticking with us now that we're Mystery Maniacs. And this is our first live stream as Mystery Maniacs. And,
1: and we're like live streaming on 16 different things right now. Yeah, we are. You made it work. Two Twitters plus... Facebook plus YouTube. So if you're not getting audio, uh, you should switch. But of course, you can't hear me say that. Can you type that in? (laughs) Yes. Um, I think
0: everybody can hear, but.
1: Can you use the headphones as a headband? Ooh. In my 80s hair metal uh, band, I probably did do that. So so you're the wizard that (laughs) arrived in Rings of Power. (laughs) Yes. Yes, that's me. So all right. Uh well, hey maniacs. <laughs> Halloween is so crazy. You catch your us. breath. <laughs> oh my God
0: Uh, what announcements do we have before we dive into this oh, awesome Shakespeare and Hathaway
1: episode?: Okay, you take two weeks off and everything happens.: Everything happens.: Okay, so let's just do a quick recap of announcements. First of all, they showed. <laughs> Midsummer in Switzerland. The first episode of it. That's great. Yeah, we didn't get an invite. It was at a, a film festival in Switzerland. Oh yeah,
0: the new season they yep. showed it.
1: Yep, I know. Swiss
0: people got to see a new episode. Was How like, is that? What did they do to earn that?
1: I was like, Sarah, can we go to Switzerland? It's like, no, we don't <laughs> have time to go to Switzerland. We can't go anywhere in October because there are a million people who come to our house. So. Second of all, we had uh, two people leave us that we need to talk about quickly. First of all, Angela Lansbury. Oh. It's so sad. Murder she wrote. Yes.
0: I know everybody makes fun of it, but we all love it. And we love we make her. Make fun like, of it oh,
1: when I, The first time I saw Manchurian Canada, I was like, whoa, Angela Lansbury's a completely different person than I thought she was. She had a wide range. Yeah, absolutely. And along with Angela Lansbury, we lost Robbie Coltrane. Yes. This uh, two week period. Too. Cracker. Haggard Hagrid and Cracker. I
0: think Cracker was the first time I ever saw him. And Cracker's not for everybody. It's a, uh, it's pretty edgy, yeah. Sort of. Um, but it's good.
1: It's good. It's and not a cozy, he but he is good. fantastic.
0: Yeah, he was a
1: really, really good actor. Um another thing I want to talk about really quickly is there are new Agatha Christie books. Mm-hmm. Uh, that are out their Miss Marple stories. Mm-hmm. We talked. We we weren't sure what it was, but it's new Miss Marble stories. And along with that, we were ahead of the curve. I'm telling you, we were we were so far ahead of the curve. It's not funny. How's that? Because we covered Halloween party, and the next day, because he, he knew we were covering Halloween yeah. party.
0: Kenneth Branagh decided to make a movie. Yes, he he made up his mind that night. Got everything yep. lined up. Actors chosen. Yep. Produced. Production, all that stuff. All that stuff. Done. Man,
1: so the next. He's such an
0: idea stealer. <laughs> <laughs> so the next Kenneth Branagh Poirot movie is going to be. Co- it's called
1: Death in Venice, but it's Halloween Party. Set in Venice. Yeah. So they're going to do Masquerade instead of Halloween, mm-hmm. I bet. It's going to be fantastic. Are
0: there going to be kids at that party? I
1: don't know, but I can't wait to see the costumes.
0: Do they apple bob in
1: Venice? I don't know. There's a lot of water there. There is. That's true. (laughs) No apple bobbing in the canal. If you want
0: to drown a kid, you got all those canals to choose from, I guess. Wow. That'll be interesting.
1: Wow. Wow. Also, uh, somebody just mentioned it, and I have a note here to mention it also. There is a, a Swedish version of herdson
0: Yeah. Ariadne's character has his own show
1: in, in, Sweden. in Sweden. It started last year. It has a whole season already. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, definitely. I'll watch it in Swedish because it's going to be weird and have all sorts of in-jokes, which <laughs> I absolutely love. <laughs> Snip Snap Dragon. Yep. Speaking of strange in-jokes, mm-hmm. okay, folks? The Magpie Murders... Released this week on last Sunday was the first episode, Mm -hmm. and it was on Masterpiece. Yeah, and you that
0: based on the books written by Anthony Horowitz, who wrote a lot of Midsummers.
1: You lucky people in the UK who have already got to see this because the first episode we we just sighed through the whole thing. It was very good. Like
0: when we weren't shouting, "Midsummer." Midsummer, she was in a midsummer, (laughs) he was in a midsummer.
1: (laughs) That's what we do. (laughs) It's so bad when we go to movies. Yeah, (laughs) man. Um, But uh, Magpie Murders uh, came out this week, and that is absolutely fantastic, also. And finally, just to announce uh, in all of our socials, and I'll put it again in the show notes for this week, uh, there is now a second Herald Times. Uh, That's our local newspaper. We were on the front page of the newspaper this week for our Halloween decorations. They didn't tell us. No. And the university (laughs) interviewed us about our Halloween decorations, and they were like, do you guys do anything else? I'm like, yeah, we we do a few other things. Yeah, we do some other stuff. Oh, boy. We're literally less known for our Halloween decorations than we are for this. Yeah, probably. Probably. Well, we're worldwide superstars.
0: Nobody from Cape Town comes to see Halloween decorations. You know, like, it's the scale thing, right? It's different. Yeah.
1: So this is our first time using Restream.io to do it all because we can do it centrally. Mm -hmm. We just got a notification. Congratulations. You received 100 chat messages on your Restream chat. Oh Yeah, it's, it's very cool. I can't believe that it's all working.
0: So another timely thing, um, since we have just done Father Brown, and we we talked Sister Boniface quite a bit. Yes. And now we're doing an episode of Shakespeare and Hathaway. Yes. Is that uh, we were lucky enough to get Jude Tendall, who is the, the writer for all of the Sister Boniface episodes, and um, one of the creators of Shakespeare and Hathaway, and wrote this episode, too
1: has agreed to let us interview her. Yes, so we will be interviewing Jude Tyndall after Halloween. Yeah. And that episode will be dropping after Halloween.
0: So if you have questions about Sister Boniface, or about Shakespeare and Hathaway, or if you've watched the Canterville Ghost that was released, uh, on it wasn't um, on BBC, it wasn't ITV, it was yep, the other... It was BBC. Was it BBC? Yep. Um, that was released, I think, in 2021. I just, I've watched three of the four episodes so far. It's very little.
1: Literally, literally um, she wrote the dad. first question I'm going to ask her is, how is it to hit everything out of the park or whatever crazy cricket analogy you people do? She, she hits everything out of the heart. We have interest in the chat here. Yeah. <laughs> first of all, Ingrid from South Africa goes guys my date has come around to watch me with this this is a good sign
0: uh he's a keeper to which
1: i said he's keeping yeah yeah <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> Ingrid will post some pictures of our decorations yes. maybe even we we'll, maybe even do a little video or something
1: yeah if you if you don't follow my personal account there's tons of stuff up there but i'm going to do a um, a smoke machine test with the dragon tonight that's the kind of talk. Uh, <laughs> the kind of uh, uh, decorations we're talking. What do talk-
0: you do on Saturday night, Mark?
1: We have a dragon Smoke head. How tests. big is that dragon head?
0: Um, it's probably eight feet tall.
1: Yeah, the the whole thing. Just the head. Yeah, the whole thing. Uh, so, Colleen, happy birthday! I'm gonna publish a video. I'll have a kid film a video, of the whole thing, yeah. for us tonight, and and all of the lights with all the lights on because everything's out now. Because that's why we had to take last Saturday off because oh my gosh, we put out so many decorations. Yes,
0: and the newspaper was coming by. Okay, are we ready to talk Shakespeare and Hathaway? Okay,
1: Mystery Maniacs is a comedy recap podcast dedicated to British TV. Mystery TV. Each week, we dig into an episode of the show, including the murders, the man, the loonies, and everything else we love. This week, we're covering Shakespeare and Hathaway. Oh, thou invisible spirit of wine! Season three, episode nine. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. It, and if you don't know that by now, so <laughs> on your screen. <laughs>
0: So this episode was chosen by poll. We asked you gave you lots of options and we'll reserve the other options for maybe next year if we don't have something else to do, um, uh, for Halloween. So we'll definitely cover all your favorites, but, uh, we thought this one was fun. Plus Shakespeare and Hathaway, there's not a lot of like overhanging plots. So if you've never watched any of the other episodes. Yeah, you can drop in. You can watch this episode and kind of understand what's going on. You don't need to know a lot of what's going on. So
1: this was originally aired on the 13th of February, 2020, Mm -hmm. which means that this is a post-pandemic episode, which is weird.
0: No, it was, didn't it start in kind of March of 2020? It was
1: right before the pandemic. Right, before it, yeah. Uh, Directed by Piotr (laughs) Svoykpiek. S-Z-K-O-P-I-A-K, Pyotr. We'll have to ask Jude how to pronounce yes. it. We'll put Wr- her on the spot. Written by Paul Matthews, uh, Thompson, Jude Tyndall, and Oliver Frampton. I wonder if Oliver Frampton is related to Peter. Oh, because they're all
0: related because they're Frampton?
1: Frampton. It's name. not a common name, I guess.
0: True, true. So, so that uh, the title of the episode, do you know what it's a reference to? Oh, thou invisible spirit of wine. Okay.
1: That it's easy with this show because it's Shakespeare.
0: Yeah, but which Shakespeare
1: do you know? I don't know. Invisible Spirit of Wine, I would assume that it's somebody who's drank too much and is seeing things. So maybe, maybe uh the king with his daughters was that one?
0: Lear? Lear.
1: Maybe Lear? No. Okay, it's from Othello. Oh, it's a, oh, Othello. Yes, yes.
0: Oh, thou invisible spirit of wine, if thou hast no name to be known by, let us call thee Devil.
1: Oh, nice. That's the whole line. Nice, nice. nice. Yeah,
0: these these are of course jam packed with all kinds of Shakespeare references because not only is it Shakespeare and Hathaway, but it's set in Stratford upon Avon,
1: a place we've both been to, but not together. Not together, but in the same year.
0: Yeah. I think in
1: the same month and maybe in the same month before and, we knew each other in the weirdness that is our life we were, were in high, England at the same we time we were in England at the same time but I was in I was a working person at that point I was done college and you were just finishing high mm-hmm. school mm-hmm. and I went all over the country by myself it was a kind of exploration and and uh finding myself kind of trip and I went to Stratford and Avon and stayed there I stayed in this strange hotel it was weird but you think like you hear all about this but it's 30,000 people it's like Bloomington roughly the same size but it has one industry Mm -hmm. and that industry is Shakespeare yeah
0: it's tourism to the max it's like Canterbury (laughs) yeah you can't go to Canterbury and not see the wife of Bath every time you turn a corner Right, yes. So uh, Stratford is like that too, but it's beautiful and they film the show there. As far as I understand, it's yep. filmed there. Um, but of course, like many places, they, they act like it would be an affordable place to live. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be so oh my expensive gosh, I to don't live imagine how expensive. and work there. Yeah. So we've got, uh, you know, Lou Shakespeare and we got Frank Hathaway. They're the private detectives yes. who uh, work together and they have their own little and, office. Oh,
1: Okay, let's just they they, she came to work for him after a disastrous marriage uh, wedding, right?
0: That got called off. That got called off
1: because she was dating this guy, going to get married to this guy who was not who he said he was, right? So this is light of the lightest light, Mm -hmm. and it is not, but it's not rom com.
0: No, Shakespeare and Hathaway makes Midsummer look dark though. Yes yes it does you know like you realize everybody thinks midsummer is such a cozy this is this isn't even this is like uh cotton candy you know compared to midsummer
1: yeah it's it, and and shakespeare and hathaway are not it's never a uh, a uh Moonlighting thing. There's no. there's, a, there's an 80s reference for yeah. you there. It's never under any question whether or not they're romantically involved.
0: I have to say, though, my favorite recurring character in this show is Sebastian. Yes. I love Sebastian. There is
1: some Sebastian love going on in the he's track. The, their, he's their, fantastic. their assistant.
0: He's played by Patrick Walsh McBride, who hasn't done a lot of other work. And nope. he's he's probably older than you think he is. He's in his 30s. Okay. Um. But wow, is he underappreciated. I mean, he's so good in this show.
1: Yeah, I think he's he's one of those people like the guy from Van der Volk, who you see in another show and you're like, yeah, that guy's going to have his own show yeah. at some point in time. And I think he will have his own show. He's it.
0: perfect for this role. Yeah,
1: absolutely perfect for he, this and role. And he
0: I would say in half of the episodes he winds up dressing up and going, you know, in to infiltrate some group organization so he's an actor you know the character is an actor an out-of-work actor so he is good at doing that. he
1: pretends to be a cameraman in this episode and i have in my notes nice gaffer tape
0: (laughs) (laughs) he says f-stop
1: or something he's like
0: i gotta check my f-stoppy thingamabob right and of course we have the montagues and the capulets yes from romeo and juliet the two feuding families can you imagine? They must what, have so much fun writing. These. Can
1: you imagine what it would be like to have a Shakespearean name in that town? They must just hate it. Oh yeah, I can only imagine.
0: Unless it's your business, right? And I then guess. you can take advantage of it. I guess.
1: I guess I looked for other detective agencies in, uh, um, in Stratford. Stratford, but there wasn't any fun named ones. They're all like big. Uh, agencies from London that had like satellite offices yeah. there.
0: Somebody ought to start one. There's business to be had. There. Okay, <laughs>
1: if we're going to England, we're definitely starting a detective agency.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, the other, I think, important actor in this episode, and a couple people have mentioned her already in the chat, is Rosie Jones. Yes, who plays Penelope Lawrence, the the ghost hunter. She is so funny. I, I know because of her disability she struggles with speech, but man does she work hard. Okay. And she's hilarious. Her stand-up
1: is so funny. First of all, this is proof again to anyone who thinks this, that in the UK, if you're not the best looking Robbie Coltrane mm-hmm. and and not and lazy eye, remember him. Yeah. <laughs> You can still have a complete career. If you, have, she, talent, if you have talent, they recognize it. And she is stupid funny.
0: Here in the U.S., you know, you wouldn't even get an audition, which is just stupid because, yeah, so many talented people um, who get awesome chances to prove themselves. Now, Joy, Joe Joyner, who plays Lou Shakespeare, did you know she was in... Murdoch. Do you remember her in Murdoch?
1: Yes, she was in Murdoch.
0: She was in two episodes, a two-parter in Murdoch. Um, She was also Mm -hmm. in a Doctor Who with Christopher Eccleston, where she wears like Princess Leia pigtail buns, which is so funny because she looks so young. But I didn't know until I looked her up for this that she was in over 600 episodes of EastEnders. Yeah, she
1: was a huge EastEnders person. I didn't realize that until until now. Um, Somebody asked if... Uh, the actress uh, who plays the ghost hunter. Rosie. Rosie uh, did stand up. Yes, she did. Yes. And I think she's been on QI, too. Oh, That's she's been some... on
0: QI. She's been on everything. Definitely. All the panel shows in England, like 8 out of 10 cats and
1: QI and yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, we found the cutest little show on from England narrated by Stephen Fry. yeah. It's about the prison on the Isle of Man. What is it? the The friendliest prison the in Britain. Friendliest prison or something in Britain. Like it's it is essentially.
0: It's a documentary show about a prison, it but is, it's so cute. It, it, it <laughs> is
1: the Great British Bake Off of prison yeah, reality.
0: Sure, nobody gets voted <laughs> off, but some people get released. Hey. But yeah. Oh my god. It's no come dine with me,
1: but. No, it it is fun. Oh, if you haven't watched, come (laughs) dine with me! Wow, oh, we need come dine with me too. (laughs) Oh yes, yes, and
0: that's another show that it would be no good in the U.S. They would, we would ruin it. Okay, so we've got we've got our main characters. We've got the the Montagues who run the pub, and then we've got the Capulets who are, you know, the rich investment people who are trying to revoke the lease on the pub that has to be renewed every thirty years. And, of course, there's a rumor that uh, the Montagues actually own it outright, but they can't find the deed. That's the setup,
1: right? Yes, that's – and that it's a pub, so there's some sort of haunting. Yes. So that's why Rosie is there. Right.
0: And she's a ghost hunter. And – the whole the whole idea that she has like a YouTube channel and she's this famous ghost hunter is just so funny. They play on that like subscribe thing oh, all the
1: time. By the way, <laughs> by the way, we are less than a hundred people away from a thousand. If you're
0: watching on YouTube and yes, you don't click that please button,
1: please like and mm-hmm. subscribe. I, we had I had lunch with Sarah's team the other day. I made them all subscribe before they could eat
0: lunch. <laughs> Before I even got there, you made everybody who works for me subscribe. Yep,
1: absolutely. You're so rotten.
0: <laughs> okay, so
1: can so we- Rosie is a as a ghost hunter. And yes, they do absolutely a great job of making her boop beep machines. Like there is no spook here. There's no, no scary. There's no suspense. There's supposed to be, but that, yeah, like. We know there's no go. No, no.
0: But I love all of her equipment. So she's got EMF readers, right? She's got EVP recorders to pick up spooky voices and lots of like lasers. But the suitcase thing is my absolute favorite prop. It's like a leather suitcase full of, I don't know, boops and beeps and LED lights. And it's got like tubes that are lit up. And then a thing that spins on top of it that is... It's a spatter guard for a skillet. Yes. Is what it is. It may as well be a tennis racket. And it spins around. It's just, it's perfect. And it goes, beep, be de, beep boop, 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 boop.
1: <laughs> And that beep, beep, boop is obviously added later. Yeah. None of the actors can hear it. But it, it it's like the, the other thing I noticed about the audio. Did you notice when they go to the Montague, the capulet's office there's a phone that rings the entire scene oh yes (laughs) it's like this is a very
0: busy office listen there's a phone ringing you know and there's a lot of like keyboard sounds and people in the background like going (inaudible) (speaking) (speaking) watermelon
1: watermelon that's the thing (laughs) so when jude emailed us the first time she said she called her she listened to the podcast, which mm-hmm. was fantastic, mm-hmm. and she said we had a forensic view of the, the episode. Oh yes! I'm like, you haven't seen anything.
0: Yet. <laughs> oh no, no! Wait till we get to the newspaper and yep. uh, the Facebook page and, and the all diary. That stuff in here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I. I <laughs> I like paranormal stuff. I think it's fun. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I believe in any of it, but I think it's fun. So I'm always very interested in what equipment they claim to use, right? So there's the electromagnetic field generators and the electronic voice recorders and motion sensors. And um, I love the uh, night vision camera view. Yes. Everything looks creepy in night vision. And Rosie is... Fantastic in night vision. With that bobble hat, the way she gets all close to the camera. She's very serious. So I wondered, like, uh, I knew that you could buy that stuff, but I went looking to see, like, what's out there, what's available. to like the average Joe if you want to become a ghost hunter. Yeah. I had no idea that Amazon is such a treasure trove of ghost hunting equipment.
1: Oh, so... The (laughs) Amazon to go back to our earlier uh, conversation, the comic book that I write and publish is about ghost ghost hunters. And when I, when I started writing that comic book, I looked up all that stuff on Amazon.
0: Well, what's amazing is if you take the same product and add ghost hunting to the title of it, you can increase the price by like 20%. Nice. So, and I'm not kidding, a, a, a roll of black and yellow hazard tape, you know, that you would like crime scene tape. Yeah. It's like like, tape. <laughs> it's like $10. Yeah. No, it's that it's not sticky. It's the, it, like the, the, the tape you mark something off with. Okay. Right. It's like 10 bucks a roll, yeah. but the same product sold by the same company. If you, if you add ghost hunting to it yeah. is $15 <laughs> on Amazon.
1: <laughs> this is your ghost hunting podcast.
0: It's serious ghost hunting tape. And the same thing with cat toys. What? Yeah, so they're like little plastic balls that when you if, when you roll them, they have LED lights that light up. They're like $2.99 a piece. Okay. But if you put ghost hunting motion
1: sensor in the description of the cat toy, okay, I'm gonna they say, like double the price. You know there's the thing on the internet of this sentence has never been said before? Yeah. I'm prepping you here. Okay. What... Do cats' balls have to do with ghosts? T-
0: <laughs> <laughs> so when cats bat them around, they light up, mm-hmm. right? And the idea is that you put these balls around, and if a ghost walks through, it'll bump them, I guess, and they'll light up. I guess? That's the answer to your question. <sighs> My favorite part, though, <clears throat> is the person selling them didn't even change the photos.
1: Oh, nice. So there's
0: a cat in the ghost hunting photos. It should have a little ghost cat. (laughs) It should be a ghost cat at least. Or Casper.
1: Casper. (laughs) Or somebody, or just cover the cat in a sheet. Yes.
0: (laughs) Just Photoshop a sheet on top of it that's cat shaped, but has two black dots on it. But man, Amazon has nothing on
1: Etsy. Oh, I can imagine. So Etsy is the... It it's is,
0: supposed to be homemade stuff that yep. people sell, right? There's lots of of entrepreneurial crafters. It artists is the craft on fair
1: of your your town on the internet. But it's
0: also a place to sell stuff that you can't get away with selling on Amazon. Yes, uh, like mega power spell breakers. What? Yeah. Oh. They're six hundred dollars. <laughs> what? But the picture. We're okay. No, we no. Are wait. In the wrong. You've game. heard nothing yet. The picture for the Mega Power Spellbreaker has handcuffs, stacks of cash, and a ball gag.
1: (laughs) That's what you need to break a spell. I did not think that ball gags would come up in this episode.
0: (laughs) I did not either. Um, You know those LED jump ropes that they sell at the dollar store? Yeah, you can buy one of those as a rainbow rope. Rem pod for
1: $89. $89. <laughs> we have to get the children making some of this stuff or at least packaging it with ghosts in front of it.
0: I got I got two more for you. These okay. are my two favorite ones. Though. Okay. One was spirit tiles. So these are tiles you can use to communicate with the dead. Like Scrabble tiles? Scrabble tiles in a velvet bag. Oh, it's a velvet bag. $29.47. 29 dollars <laughs> Sounds like a kit for a
1: stag dude. Yes. Uh, yeah.
0: It's the mega power spell breaker is how to, how to, um, break your engagement, right? <laughs> that's the spell you're breaking because if that's what you have for your stag dude, it's something else.
1: But, that's a whole other costume that I don't do. On no, this you're podcast. not doing that.
0: My my absolute favorite, though, is apparently if you have an old, ugly China doll, you know, those really creepy China dolls that like your grandmother has or whatever that you end up inheriting, but you really don't want it. If you put haunted on it, you can sell it on Etsy for like 300 bucks.
1: Oh, Okay. Like
0: this is a business that you should be in. In the uh, summer when you go to garage sales, pick up all the ugly dolls.
1: I need to be picking up all the ugly dolls. And you can sell them all in
0: October for 300 bucks a piece. Maybe
1: we could do dolls as a Halloween
0: thing. Just put haunted on it.
1: Yep, haunted.
0: And this podcast is haunted. Let's be honest. If you have one of those in your house, you probably think it's haunted. You yeah, probably too. think it's haunted. They're it pretty anywhere. creepy. Anyway, yeah. I I couldn't help it. I fell down a rabbit hole of ghost hunting equipment. It was just too funny. You can buy a little kit. It's got everything in it that you need.
1: You know what's dropped in this episode? Hmm. How famous Ben is. Yeah, Ed's he was on. one scene and then, wow.
0: He was on what? Bake Off? Cake Off? Cake Off. Cake Off. <laughs> Lou is clearly like bedazzled by him. Yes. So he was on the, not the great British baking show or Bake Off or whatever they're calling yes.
1: it now. Yes. Well, in, in, the, in the UK, it's the great, British baking show, but okay. you can't call it that in the US. So it's so they rebrand the whole show. It's
0: bake off here. Yeah, so they must I think. record everything twice when they mention yes. it. Yes.
1: Which they just had the Halloween episode drop on Netflix this week, which was fantastic. Yep. Noel Fielding wearing his footy pajamas of uh, uh a skeleton with his big glitter boots on, too. Like this <laughs> That's his. That's his wheelhouse, like, right there. They must have been like, "Do you know? Do we do we need to costume you this He's like, week?" He's like, "No, no,
0: I'll just keep on what I wore. It's fine."
1: I'll borrow it from Mark. I love him.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> so, uh, so Penelope's doing the ghost hunt, right? She's there because the owners of the pub, the Montagues are convinced that somewhere in the pub there's evidence that they own, that their family actually has the lease on the pub. Yes. So they shouldn't have to get a new lease from the Capulets every 30 years. So they've brought her in to talk to old Lil, the great, great grandmother, whose picture hangs in there, to find out where she left the paperwork. Old Greg? No, not old Greg. (laughs) Speaking of no fielding. Gosh, if you don't know who old Greg is, don't Google it. Don't Google it. You will. (laughs) You will. Don't. You will. Anyway. Oh, Greg. Um, So they're looking for the photo because it's been stolen now, right?
1: This poor man who has come to see our friend in South Africa is watching us and has no idea what we're talking. No.
0: Maniacs speak their own language. They understand us. Maniacs speak. That's right. So they find, of course, Penelope is a fake, right? Yes. They say she was convicted of assault. Yeah. Who did Penelope assault?
1: Some, somebody, some ex-boyfriend or something.
0: I've just got an image in my head of Rosie Jones just karate chopping somebody. (laughs) Just going all off on him.
1: I would pay to see Rosie Jones fight.
0: Yeah. I can imagine she gets angry. Oh. She's got reason to be angry, I'm sure. So, but. Zoe says, Google it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She's talking about old Greg. Old Greg. <laughs> <laughs> so they send Sebastian in as a videographer. Okay,
1: before that, okay, I have some questions. Okay. I have two questions. Okay. okay. The first one is, what are they doing in their office with Sebastian?
0: They're bored. Yes. Because they have no clients. So he's bobbing up and down behind a half wall. Yep. While they throw wads of paper at him as a game. <laughs> Obviously.
1: Know, don't you do that? I recognize Jude Tyndall is an probably an award-winning writer, producer, mm-hmm. showrunner.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Very important lady. Mm-hmm. Why did you do that?
0: <laughs> I, think it, I don't know why you're so confused by it. It's just to say they're really bored. They don't have any clients. They're desperate for work. Uh,
1: and then the next thing I want to talk about before we get there is uh, what I've put up on the screen now, uh, which is... Let me stop this here and go back.
0: (laughs) You're scrolling through pictures here.
1: Yeah. Sorry.
0: Oh, the newspaper.
1: Yeah. I don't want to loop it. No, no. The
0: Facebook page. Oh.
1: Okay. So here is the Facebook page for the Stratford Spirituals. Yes. Okay. I love this photo. First this, this, of all, this is quite the photo. Because
0: <laughs> Penelope's like, you don't mind if I take your photo, do you? And she's just like snapping.
1: I was stunned about how close this resembles us in most. <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, they have uh, three thousand check-ins. Three hundred and ninety-seven people follow them. We have more than that. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Just saying. This address doesn't exist in Stratford because, of course, you looked. This it up. pub doesn't exist. Uh, price range is two pounds, which okay. I'm sorry, England. Are you going through some political turmoil? Some right economic now? issues. <laughs> Would you like to buy a prime minister?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, ahead of lettuce instead. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay,
0: so this, but this is but this picture.
1: This is so good because everybody knows this is Facebook, and yet it doesn't say Facebook anywhere. No, it's formatted perfectly.
0: But I'm confused that this is the Barchester Arms um, Facebook page, but the post is from the the Stratford Spirituals.
1: Yeah. So they've
0: know, like cross-posted it or something. I guess.
1: I guess. And maybe. this is the
0: photo they post. <laughs>
1: that, that picture is brilliant. It's, it's we awesome. have to recreate that picture. Yeah,
0: we should have done it for today.
1: Yeah, we should have absolutely done that. Should be our our picture on our website for the for the mystery maniacs.
0: Yes. <laughs> so they send Sebastian in as a videographer. He puts on the beard, the flannel shirt, the bandana, the accent. He's got a fake tattoo on his arm. Yeah, he's got a fake tattoo. He's so funny. He's so
1: good. (laughs) He talks about F-stops and he's got his gaffer tape. He's not even filming. No. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think he knows how to use that camera. Well, okay. I don't think... He does a great job of pretending not to know how to use that camera. Yeah,
0: Yeah, yeah. But... He gets uh, he gets Penelope and the night vision and everything and on the stairs. Meanwhile, uh, Shakespeare and Hathaway are upstairs poking around, knocking things over, and they're like, oh, "Listen, it's a ghost." It's like if you've ever watched one of those ghost hunter shows on like the Discovery Channel or whatever, that's exactly what they do. It's all night vision, spooky. Now,
1: dear listeners, those who know me know I stopped here because that room is a mess. <laughs> Just disgusting. I'm
0: like, could you not clean it up? I don't know why Penelope has a room in the hotel when she's got her command center out in the parking lot. That's a
1: fan. We need a mystery maniacs van. A command center? Yeah, we need a command center. Like a mystery machine? Yeah. Like Scooby-Doo? Absolutely a mystery machine. Yeah, yeah. You need to buy some more merch so we can get a mystery machine.
0: (laughs) And then they get the voicemail from Penelope. It's priceless. Yes. She's like, I have to admit I stole the photo. I was. Okay.
1: First of all, voicemail doesn't work like that Amy. No, no.
0: They have an answering machine. They have an answering machine. I was trying to, you know, stir up some publicity. And then she goes, oh, it's you. Oh, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say Rosie Jones wasn't really even trying to sound like she was actually
1: being attacked. No, I don't think so. It's just, no, click. No, and like clearly filmed after she had left the set. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. absolutely. They just captured
0: the audio. Yeah. Um. So, of course, Shakespeare and Hathaway rush over there because that's Penelope calling them to one, admit to the crime. Yes. And fakery. Yes. And two, clearly, she's in trouble. Yes. I can only imagine that Stratford is, I mean, I can't remember, but on foot, it can't be that big. But, I mean, they're not, they're in the car. And yes. they're not that far. Lou's car is always fantastic anyway.
1: It's a little... Tchotchke-ish.
0: Well, you have to remember, too, that before Lou became a private detective, she was a beautician. Yes,
1: that's true. Right? That's true. So
0: that's why she's got rollers in the car. And, and they,
1: use, they use so many good things to do characterization of her.
0: Yeah. All of her feathery pens yeah. and pink iPad cases and everything, yes. right? So they find Penelope strangled in her command center. What did you think of the corpse?
1: Okay, um, this poor woman struggles every day with her body. Mm-hmm. She does, mm-hmm. and valiantly, mm-hmm. and heroically.
0: She's an ass kicker,
1: no and question. And does a great dead body here. She does. She does. <laughs> really a does. A great, great dead body here.
0: But it's, it's Shakespeare and Hathaway, right? Yeah. So it's not like, <laughs> you know, her brain's not bashed in or anything. No, no, no. She's got a few red marks, and she's-
1: yeah, we're not. We're not even really sure how she dies at this point. She's strangled. Yeah, we think she was strangled. We think she was strangled. And at this
0: point, you just you go, oh yeah, this is Shakespeare and Hathaway. Yes, it's it's, it's the cozy of cozies. This right? is
1: not. This, it's certainly not. Um, Midsummer. No, and it's not Fargo. <laughs> it's no. a long way from Fargo. <laughs>
0: it's not. It's not. I mean, we only watch cozy things for mystery maniacs, right? Yeah. We're not into procedurals or nope. you know, really gory things. We we like mysteries where yeah, somebody usually gets murdered, but the murder is not the point, it's the puzzle.
1: Though we that's do the point. constantly po- point out like there should be a lot more blood well, here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But this is almost to the extreme, right? So that got me thinking. Yes. As we Talk about this episode and as we talk about other shows, we're going, you know, we've got to explore outside of Midsummer now, um, that we ought to have some context for the the difference between some of these shows.
1: A way to explain to people what kind of show a show
0: is before they've seen it. Right. In case they've never seen it before. Absolutely. So I have invented the Gorometer. The Gorometer? Yes. Can you put up a picture of the Gorometer, please?
1: Here we have the Gorometer, which goes from oops to we're going to need more bleach. Yes. <laughs> so
0: at, at the left end. This
1: is patented, by the way. Oh, yes. The gorometer. This is
0: the Mystery Maniacs podcast Gorometer. Yes. Um, so where we are now with Shakespeare and Hathaway, we are definitely over on the oops end. And if you'll click the next one, uh, we start this end with. A rolling pin.
1: Yes. This is
0: the rolling pin end. It's the the kind of show where somebody gets killed simply by being like, bonk on the head. This is
1: bonk, bonk on the head. Right.
0: (laughs) It's, oops, I killed him, I guess. You know, no.
1: Old old school Star Trek reference for you there. (laughs) Yes.
0: But no no blood, no gore. And really, the method of death isn't even really important. It's the fact that that person has been killed and somebody did it (laughs) that is the point.
1: This screams Mr. and Mrs. Mur- <laughs> this is exactly Mr. and Mrs. Burger
0: All right. Will you go to the next spot on the barometer, please? Okay, the next spot. So the next one...
1: Is I'm somebody sorry. falling down the
0: stairs. Is somebody falling down the stairs. Yes. So here we have a bit more intention, you know? This
1: needs to be a shirt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but still a show that falls in this category you're probably going to see a hand push a shoulder and then you're going to see an old lady on the floor right i mean you're not going to see them tumble and their and their head break open yeah. the kind of thing right but it's it's intentional it's clearly not an accident okay go to the next one for us okay. we're, we're 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 going higher on the gorometer here oh. so the next one
1: Is poison, and I would say that most of Christie is in this sort of area. I
0: would say Christie is with between this one and the next one. Yeah, right. So poison, uh, it just means that it's the kind of show, uh, the kind of mystery where clearly somebody has intent. They've uh, it's premeditated, so they've prepared. They've acquired the poison, um, and they've given it to the person. And maybe we see them being sick Mm -hmm. or like. And then they die, and maybe there's some spittle, right? Yeah. But still, no blood, no gore, no guts hanging out, nothing like that. Yep. Yeah. But but it's a bit more malicious, I guess, is the point. Then we go to the next level in the gorometer, which is a dagger, right? Small knife. Typically, on a show in this category, you'd you might see somebody get stabbed in the reenactment when they're saying who did it.
1: Yeah, like we saw in the Christie episode where they stabbed the clerk. Right. Yeah.
0: But there's not a whole lot of aftermath. No. You know, so it is violent. It is a weapon. There's some blood, but, eh, you know, not a lot. It's like on the shirt or something, you know, something like that where yeah. it's just not grievous. Right. Yes. But then we get to the right side and we're still, the whole meter is still in the cozy land. Right. So yep. even the worst here is not going to be too bad. So the next one is a pistol. Right. Yeah. So. Gun violence is pretty rare because most of the shows we're talking about are British and guns just are not that common in England. Yep. Occasionally you get a stop shot. Stop
1: or I'll say stop again.
0: Occasionally you get a shotgun though, right? Really, yeah. In a hunting yep. kind of setting out in the country. You got a license for this gun? Right. Yep. And so you might see some gunshot wounds. You might talk about trajectory. You might get actually um, the, 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 the um, coroner talking yes. about kind of gorier details about yeah. the body. In you my
1: see a body more.
0: Yes. In my mind, these are midsummer scenes where you see the body in the coroner's office. You and might maybe, see a
1: wound. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we're getting a little bit gorier, but still not nasty, right? No. Then you get to machete level.
1: I, I, I'm going to say <laughs> that our favorite dead body from mid, Midsummer is at this machete level. The naked... Burn victim, dead body. From
0: the crop circle? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say he's at machete level. Yeah. Because it's like, a, it's a violent death with intent, with a weapon that could not be an accident, and you're going to see the aftermath of it, but not in a nasty way.
1: But right? h- hold on, Filk, one of our longtime listeners, mm-hmm. just stopped in to say hi, and I just want to make sure that hi. Filk gets a hi from us.
0: Absolutely. So, at this level of, of the garometer, I mean, you're bringing a weapon, right? Yeah. With the intent of using it. And, and it's it,
1: flick, not filk. I can't believe I just did that. Flick. Yep.
0: Um, and it ain't going to be pretty, right?
1: Yep. And then finally, we have <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, the, the the rolling pin could be a wheel of could cheese. Could be a wheel of cheese, uh, yes. and then finally we have the wood chipper. Yes, <laughs> this is maximum violence with total charm, right? Yeah, <laughs> because we're talking about cozies. Yeah, um, where you know there's just not uh, there's not any way to cover it up. It's definitely violent. It's definitely nasty. You're probably going to see some aftermath, but but still. Do you notice the little arm and leg going in there? Yes. Do you notice absolutely. that little detail? <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> My little touch there. Yeah. Um, but but Shakespeare and Hathaway is definitely rolling pin territory. Yes.
1: Way, way, way There's back. There's not
0: even a coroner in the show, as, yeah, as far it, as I can remember. It's
1: way back here.
0: Yeah. The wine trebuchet, Ingrid, I agree. It's definitely um, uh, wood chipper territory because, yeah. again, you you brought the thing just to do this, yeah. You know, I there's think intent so. there.
1: Yeah. I I thinking I'm thinking we're gonna have to make this a t-shirt. By the way, also we have a t-shirt for the the Sister Boniface conspiracy, conspiracy. that Jude uh, solved. I think we need to get her get her that t-shirt. Yeah, we'll have to send her a t-shirt.
0: So they need to um, they need to find out, of course, who killed. Penelope, because now it's serious. And
1: and what they do is they need some more information so they go to the library. They go to the Public Records Office of Stratford-upon-Avon, otherwise which, known as Praza. I would love to go there. Like, can
0: you imagine the stuff that's there? I don't think a diary would be in the public records office i I could be wrong that's more of a historical society thing i think if it was donated
1: i think so and also like there's a couple of things so this is on the screen now is the listing of the uh from the diary book Mm -hmm. now it clearly says here lillian uh montague diary do you not think they would have known that was there?
0: The <sighs> Montague's claim they've never heard of it, that they didn't know there was a diary, and they didn't know that it was in the public records office.
1: So there's another couple of interesting things on here, including th- there's a couple of smallpox censuses.
0: Oh, my gosh, but Jessica. can you
1: imagine the interesting things
0: that? there? I'm sorry. Jessica has just said something epic in the chat. Yes. That she would buy that shirt, but she'd have to explain it to her parishioners. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Coolest pastor ever
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's better than jumping what's her name from Midsummer. Oh, Rev Seuss? Rev Seuss Yes. <laughs> wow. Yes,
0: so they've I mean they've signed out the the diary. I, what do you, the librarian, I love her. Shh. <laughs>
1: is all she She's does. So good.
0: <laughs> I think that woman was the librarian at the middle school library where I went to school. I think the only word that woman ever said to us was shh.
1: Okay. So, <laughs> a couple of things in the diary. Okay. Okay. In the diary, we have on June 29th. So we're what we're seeing
0: is the, the logbook from yeah, the library? Yeah, not the diary. Okay, but you're talking about the diary. Yeah, okay. I'll ta-
1: I'm talking about the diary. Okay. In the diary, I don't have pictures of this, I'm sorry. That's okay. June 29th, Emma fell in a large mud puddle today, and I laughed so hard. I haven't laughed so hard in ages. <laughs> <laughs> right on, Mom. <laughs> July 6th, Father Sims enjoyed some wine. We hope he comes back. And finally, September 1st, bought four bottles of Stratford gin from Miss Quigley Approves. And finally, uh, August 30th, paid 15 shillings to old Ian, but I'll get it back eventually. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, she, it's all full of gambling and oh, majors. okay, and okay.
0: So she lost it to him, but yeah. she'll win it back? Yeah. I can only imagine if my grandmother had had a journal. Oh,
1: I wish she'd kept a journal. We were just talking about this the other day. Our children will have this record that they can listen to hours of us talking. Not that they would want to. Is that a
0: good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. I don't know.
1: Is this the one where they make the ball gag joke?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's so uncomfortable when they do that.
1: (laughs) The other picture that I have. As a
0: side note, my grandmother, I come from a long line of awesome women. My grandmother... Had three confirmed kills in her lifetime. Yeah, three confirmed kills. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she, she never went to prison. Nope. There's awesome stories there. Yep. I really wish I had her version of them. <laughs> Just saying. One of them, she was on roller skates at the time. It's Selena,
1: amazing. Selena wants the, the Goro meter on an apron. Oh. I think that would be Oh, that program. would be good too. Yeah. So one thing we didn't talk about is how they find out about the local ghost hunter being fake. Mm-hmm. They print it's the, out newspaper. the Statford Stratford Star. Okay, this is not a real newspaper. I have the picture up here.
0: I'm I, I don't know how they managed to print the front page of the newspaper, but at an angle. I
1: don't know how they'd manage to do that either. Also, she's reading the paper when he prints it out. And he prints out three copies so they all can share. Yep. Yes. <laughs> so poor Penelope. Included in this across the top are the following. Stories, golf lessons included, local family, and uh, local family wins. It says wins lottery, that's right. Then, uh, they have charity appeal for help. Down on the side, they have squirrels are the new rats. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and the best one is down in the bottom right hand corner, it says. Local team triumphs again at regional competition. (laughs) That is the most generic. The most generic. Competition at what? What kind of team? So I looked up the local Stratford paper, which was the gold mine. Oh, the real one? (laughs) Yes. Okay. So it's the Stratford Herald, which we, we also have the Herald. In in a weird way, there's a bunch of stuff in Bloomington also named after Shakespeare and stuff. Like there's a neighborhood called Arden and yeah. stuff like that. Okay, so the first headline on the Stratford, and this is the real newspaper, the real newspaper okay. from today: Headley in Arden to get 20 miles an hour speed limit on High Street. <gasps>
0: 20 miles an hour. 20 miles an hour on the high street. Speed demons.
1: Yes. You can probably
0: take the newspaper down.
1: Yes. Okay. (laughs) But this was the second story. Okay. Local outbuilding explodes. (laughs) (laughs) And the pictures, some... Guy's shed blew up. They don't know why it blew up, but it was like a shed in his backyard. That's the second story. Might
0: there be something explosive in it? (laughs) Some rumpy, pumpy. I'm thinking maybe some some meth. Maybe. Or some scrumpy. Praise for fire service
1: as fire rips through shed. Sheds. (laughs) In (laughs) South Warwickshire. Wait
0: a minute. Did the outbuilding explode and light a bunch of sheds on fire? Yeah,
1: I think so. (laughs)
0: Oh, Stratford, you poor people.
1: So then there was a reference to the Bards. That is their football club. Okay. Their
0: football team, their soccer team. Their soccer is team. It's called the Bards. The Bards. Okay. I mean, so it the, could be
1: worse. The Stratford Town Football Club. Okay. Sarah, it's time to play Ask Obvious Question. Okay. <laughs> Where did the Stratford Town Football Club play? The Stratford Town Football Field? No. They play in Tiddington because they don't play in strikes. Of course. <laughs> oh my God. The closest
0: field is in Tiddington?
1: Tiddington. Is that with D's or with T's? They're currently in the member. D's. They're currently a member of the South League Premier Division Central. Okay. Absolutely. And they play it at Knights Lane. Do they have a mascot? I don't know the Bard's. I. I they, they have uh, Bruins colors, so I hate them, but uh, <laughs> yellow and black. But, but I'm just imagining
0: a big Shakespeare head mascot.
1: That would be awesome if he was like Wee Willie Shakespeare. Yeah,
0: like little body, big head.
1: Yeah, Certainly better than that Seattle Kraken mascot, whatever that is. He's a troll. Yep. So
0: back to the plot here. Yes. So Stephen Capulet admits to breaking into the pub and, and stealing the picture. Yes. Right? Though... Penelope has admitted stealing the picture. Yep. I'm not really sure about that, but I believe that Frank actually did it because they find it, right? Um, but then they notice that there's missing pages from the diary. Yep. And they get found in his desk. Yes. So what we haven't talked about, we talked about Ben a little bit, but we haven't talked about is Capulet's son.
1: Because there's Chris? there's Chris. two families. There must be star-crossed lovers. Of course. There
0: should be people in love who shouldn't be because they're from feuding families.
1: Oh, Kimberly can now leave the chat. She said Bruins rule. Oh, Kimberly. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can stay. Of course.
0: So Ben gets arrested for drunken disorderly. Yeah. So we're supposed to believe he's been out all night Drinking and being rude, but they've released him. I guess. So I guess he was in the drunk tank overnight. Yes. And he calls Chris, and Lou and Frank see them in the park, and they know they're a couple, and they confront them. And turns out Chris has been on the Montague side the whole time. His dad is the bad guy. He's not the bad guy. He's been trying to help. Right. Yeah. So he gave them back the diary pages. And that's where they find out about the tile. Well, they find out about Lou saying, um, no, Lil, sorry. Big Lil, old Lil. Yep. <laughs> Big Lil, old Lil saying, if you look at the photograph, you can find the place where the deed is. Yes. And so that was in the diary. So, of course, Capulet ripped that out of the diary and, and hid it. Yeah. But his son found it and yes. returned the pages to
1: them. Yes. That guy, the guy who plays... Um, the, the dad Capulet mm-hmm. always plays that guy. He's yeah, his, so good at playing that. His guy.
0: name's Richard Lin- Linturn. Yeah. Um, he was in uh, Midsummer. He was in Picture of Innocence.
1: That's right. He plays um, Barnaby's new boss, Martin Spellman, who, whose girlfriend is the one who gets the pictures taken of her. Yes. Wow. We've taken an adult turn in this episode quite a few times.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, Ella Kenyon, who plays Melanie Montague, the bar owner. Yeah. She was in Midsummer. She was in Death of Small Coppers. Yes. And so was Mark Benton, who plays Hathaway. Yes. They were both in Death of Small Coppers.
1: And that's the episode that has all the references in it. Yes. Yeah. Lots of Midsummer people. Yes, and Tom is from Small Witness too. So mm-hmm. Silent Witness. Yeah. Which is at the very other end of the spectrum. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's much towards, you know. The other end. Yes. Uh, speaking of... So, the the policeman with the mustache, D.S. Keeler. Yes. He's played by Tomos Eames. Yes. Tomas. Uh, Tomos. T-O-M-O-S. T-O-M-O-S. Tom- Tomos. He's got quite the
1: singing voice. He is... A great singer and this great songwriter.
0: I was suspicious of the music video I found for yep. him. Yep. Because he's like on a stool sitting on a beach in the surf yep. playing a guitar. And I was like, oh, this is a little hokey. Is this a joke? No, no, no. Does a great job. It's a good song. It's a good song. He's really talented. Yep. It sings just, way better than I do. It's weird. I wasn't expecting it. Um,. So, yeah, so they find the, the deed behind the fireplace tile. They get to keep it. What's in her name? Another Shakespeare reference. Yep. The end. Right? Yes. <laughs> so. That's what happens. I'm looking at the time, like, we're oh, at I an know. hour already. I and I have two horrible movies for you. We're, we're at an hour already. We haven't even gotten to them yeah. yet. So if you haven't seen other episodes of Shakespeare and Hathaway, if you liked this one, if you liked the tone of it, you'll like the other ones. And, you know, Sebastian's... In nearly every episode, and that makes it worth it. Right
1: Though, there. unfortunately, it has come to the end of its run. Yeah, it hasn't been renewed. Yeah.
0: But, you know, I think that's okay. Some shows, you know, th- they go for a few seasons, and that's enough. They've There's kind of some done shows it.
1: that kind of go on too long. Yeah. Maybe ones that are set in Caribbean islands. Oh, you're going to offend people. I know. People love
0: Death in Paradise. Uh, Death
1: in Paradise is great, but it's getting a little long in the tooth now it I'm is saying.
0: well when none of the original cast is there anymore except the commissioner yeah it's like it's a new it's a different show
1: yeah it's a different show
0: <laughs> Nora, what <laughs> <laughs> mark um so subtle <laughs> so mark benton who plays frank hathaway yeah, Probably has the longest acting career of anybody in this episode. So
1: we're moving to bad movies now? He's
0: been in tons of things, including Midsummer and all kinds of other stuff. He hasn't
1: always made the best choices of roles. Oh, that, that can happen. That he, can happen with people.
0: I have two bad movies for you.
1: Okay. Are you ready? Hold on.
0: I agree about Murdoch too. I think it has gone on too long. What? It's struggling better than a lot of shows do, but it's,
1: yeah. Okay. This is the right button. <laughs> That's there our children. <laughs> yep. All right. Are you ready for horrible movies? I'm ready for horrible movies. You'll be able to see the smoke come out of my head here for for these movies.
0: Are you going to go back to... Yeah, you did. Okay. So the first one is a 2008 movie.
1: Okay. It's relatively
0: recent. Yeah. And Mark Benton, who plays Frank Hathaway... Yes. uh, ...is in it. The tagline, the 50s are back with a vengeance. Mm. And here's a summary for you.
1: Memphis... Memphis.
0: Okay, Tennessee. It's
1: Americans doing Tennessee. Memphis cop. Uh, British people doing Tennessee. Yeah. It's fantastic.
0: Memphis cop Lieutenant McKenzie is called in to investigate a series of strange deaths and weird sightings following the resurrection of a murder victim from the 1950s. Uh, It co-stars Faye Dunaway.
1: In 2008? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, and this is not Bubba Hotep. No. A great movie.
0: Faye Dunaway stars in it, and he's and Mark Benton's second.
1: Mark Benton is second. No, I don't know this movie.
0: It is called (laughs) "The Devil Went Down to Islington." Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! That is a point for me. That
1: has to be so horrific. The devil went down. To I believe 10. it is
0: on Amazon Prime for streaming in the U.S.
1: Ah, uh, well, this is the month where I get to watch horrible movies, kind of on for free. So, are you ready for the second okay. one? Okay, okay, we're at number two. If the, the f- devil if, goes down to Islam, if
0: two. the first movie was a stinker, yeah, this is like Pit. Okay, okay? <laughs> are you ready? Okay, this is a 1997 movie.
1: Okay, 97. Uh,
0: Mark Benton is also in this. Okay, pathway. A little girl is in a hospital dying of cancer. Death row inmate Rudy Salazar has the bone marrow to save her life. His sentence is changed to life without parole in exchange for donating his bone marrow. But he escapes on the way to the hospital and begins another reign of terror. The LAPD officers hunting him down are hot on his trail, but they have
1: strict instructions to capture him alive. Oh my gosh, this is... It's so 90s. I think there was a X files a lot like this, too.
0: My favorite review from IMDb is the following. Okay. If you want to feel sick and have nothing to do, see it. (laughs) Otherwise, do something else with your life. Politics, music, get a hobby. (laughs) It's that bad. Do you need a hint? Yeah. Danny Trejo is in this movie. Of course, Danny
1: Trejo's in this movie. (laughs) It stars C. Thomas Howell. Oh, C. Thomas. Oh, no. I don't know what this movie is. I should know. It is called Dilemma. Dilemma. Yes. Wow. And it is
0: really bad.
1: That C. Thomas Howell, Danny Trejo.
0: I watched the trailer and it was painful. Just the trailer. Wow. Like, it's difficult to tell who the bad guy is because C. Thomas Howell is so awful.
1: That's two points for me. Two points for Sarah. Okay, so Let's what, do a little dance. what we're going to do now before we leave, <laughs> before we leave, we're going to do questions because we always do questions because everybody likes questions. So what I'm going to do is give uh, people a few minutes here to write down their questions and send them in. Uh, and while I'm doing that, why don't you go get our guest of honor?
0: Oh, yes. Okay.
1: Yes. So write your questions in the chat. We'll be able to see them. If there's something you want to know. How is Olive? You're about to see how Olive is. Um, uh, I I can't believe you all showed up again. I love doing these. It It is absolutely I hate to say it, but it's easier for me when we do live episodes because I have less editing to do. I'll be able to package up the uh, the episode and everything for Monday a lot easier. Um, and we're so glad that you guys made the jump with us to uh, Mystery Maniacs. We've had such a blast. Um, just to go over the schedule next Saturday, uh, we will be we'll record. Um, Pale Horse, which comes out on Monday. And we already have great stuff for that episode. So you have to come back for that episode for sure. Oh, here's the baby. So uh, for those of you who haven't joined us before, this is Olive, our French Bulldog. There she is.
0: And she's been with the podcast since we got her.
1: Yes, absolutely been with the podcast <laughs> since we we probably woke her up.
0: Yes, we did wake her up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Release the puppy. Um, so next week we're covering uh, Pale Horse. Then the Jude Tyndall episode will drop. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if we're going to take one or two weeks off. But one of those weeks will be the Jude Tyndall episode. Um, And then after that, we will be doing um, Jonathan Creek. Yes. Yes. We'll be doing three episodes of Jonathan Creek. Then we get to December. So that's November. I can't believe it's December already. Then we're doing December. We're doing at least two episodes in December. We're going to try to do a... Viewer choice episode in December, we will have a Christmas song and we may hit 150 episodes then. Yes. <laughs> it kind of all may come together in uh, in a wild and crazy world, right? So...
0: But keep the episode recommendations coming. You know, yeah. we still have to decide what we're going to do in January, so we'd love to hear what. Yeah, you Yeah, we're going
1: to do a couple of different things in January, and uh, there may be a new segment that I'm going to start releasing on a regular basis mm-hmm. uh, as well. A kind of not a solo project, but a, just a little side
0: thing, little side thing, thing to
1: give people information, an informative thing. So. One thing we haven't talked about in this episode yet is our merch. We have a whole bunch of merch Mm -hmm. up on our Spreadshirt store. Money's still going
0: to charity to help people from Hurricane Hey,
1: Sarah, wouldn't it be really cool if you could just order um, from Spreadshirt, like, right off our YouTube page?
0: Yes, it would be. That
1: would be so cool, but you can't do it until we have a thousand subscribers. (laughs) 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 Also... uh, Click the like button on the Facebook page. That gets us closer to other benefits to you guys. It allows us to to have more powerful analytics and all those good things.
0: Um, Ingrid asked why we're not doing the 97 version of the pale horse. We had a tough time deciding which version of pale horse we did. Yeah. I think we'll probably end up doing more than just that one. But we're going to start with with this one with Mark.
1: Well, i okay. So. Absolutely love really Rufus Sewell. Yeah, Rufus Sewell is fantastic. That version
0: is really fun.
1: And um, maybe we'll do
0: a comparison episode where we watch two of them and have fun with both of them.
1: Maybe again, again, we have a number of ideas of different things, including Mark watches bad movies and does reviews of them. <laughs> so we have a couple of different ideas. Um, yes, we hear about Broken Wood. Yes, we hear about. Death in Paradise, Death and Murdoch. And Paradise, and those are all, all yeah, definite, for like, the new year. We for are sure. huge Murdoch fans. Yes, absolutely. So, um, do
0: you want to wear the pumpkin glasses?
1: Do you want the poor puppy? She's she's so good. She's being so good. Um, what other questions do you have that I can answer?
0: Or they can send them in. Yeah, we're always happy to answer them. She won't wear them. Rose, but do send in pick, uh, questions for for Jude. If you have questions about Sister Boniface or Shakespeare and Hathaway or any of the other, yes. look her up on IMDb. She's been involved in so many shows that we all love.
1: Yeah, and, and like Lisa, I think she's going to be a blast to talk yeah, to. I think so, Absolutely too. fantastic uh, to talk to. So,
0: yes, all votes for Jonathan Creek. We like Alan Davies. He's funny. All right. Are we good?
1: Okay, folks. Uh, this has been a great hour and 15 minutes. Absolutely. And we've had an enjoyable time with you. So next week, you'll get an audio episode of Pale Horse. And uh, then we'll be off for a week. So. Yes.
0: And I'll make sure to put the garometer up on the the, the shop.
1: Yes, and we will put pictures of Halloween up all over the place, and I'll make a little video tonight, maybe. Yeah, of it to that's share good. with everybody. Is so. That good idea. Absolutely, yeah. uh, we hope you all have a lovely day. I can't believe New South Africa, New Zealand, Australia, UK, everywhere.
0: Thank you all Just so much for coming. It was so really fun. So
1: amazing! I happy Halloween. Happy everyone. Halloween. Spooktober Okay Bye Maniacs Bye Maniacs You say bye <laughs>